Today in Science from Wired. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. NASA Space Shuttle Rises from the Dead to Power New Vehicles by Mark Harris In 2011, the storied space shuttle flew for the last time. Three spacecraft survive in retirement as specimens in museums around the country. But the program isn't dead yet. Many of its parts are popping up as zombie components in spacecraft now in development. Modified leftover shuttle engines will power NASA's delayed Space Launch System, SLS, a giant launch vehicle intended for lunar missions and, eventually, Mars. An experimental autonomous DARPA space plane, called the Phantom Express, will also rely on a shuttle engine. This vehicle is designed to offer swift aircraft-like access to space. Both projects are being built by Boeing. Now, yet more shuttle hardware is getting ready to fly again, also within Boeing's empire. A Space Act agreement signed in 2018 shows that the aerospace company wants to include a handful of the shuttle's smaller orbital maneuvering engines in a secret Department of Defense project. Known as the R-40B, the engine was originally developed to allow shuttles to adjust their speed and direction while in orbit helping the iconic spacecraft to deploy the Hubble telescope and parts of the International Space Station. Under the $818,000 agreement, NASA will select eight engines that are currently mothballed at its White Sands Test Facility in New Mexico. The agency will clean up, inspect, and test-fire them to identify the best four before handing them over to Boeing for return to service in an unnamed DoD program. The NASA agreement was signed in September by an engineer at Boeing's facility in El Segundo, California. According to the LA Times, development work for DARPA's Phantom Express space plane is being carried out there. Phantom Express is an uncrewed, reusable space plane that will take off vertically to deploy small satellites or other spacecraft and then glide back down to Earth horizontally like the shuttle. The shuttle, which cost around $450 million per mission, was supposed to fly once a month, but never got close to its goal. DARPA hopes the Phantom Express will be faster on its feet, able to launch, land, and launch again in as little as a day, with a price tag of just $5 million per flight. 
That would be a fraction of the cost of today's SpaceX launches, though that company is also aiming to turn around its reusable rockets in about a day, which is expected to then shrink its price tag. Unlike their larger brethren, though, the latest shuttle engines to be resurrected may not be destined for the Phantom Express. El Segundo is also where Boeing builds most of its satellites, and the small engines could be used to boost large military satellites into geostationary orbits. NASA and Boeing both declined to comment on the story. Despite the space industry's cutting-edge image, reusing and repurposing decades-old equipment is a popular practice. Hardware that has been successfully flight-proven is often preferred over something newer but riskier. Stratolaunch, the company that's building the world's largest aircraft with which to launch rockets from mid-air, is cutting costs by cribbing its engines, actuators, and even analog cockpit instruments from Boeing 747s. And in the mid-2000s, a startup called Excalibur Almaz bought a capsule that flew to secret Russian military space stations during the Cold War. The company planned to use the spacecraft for tourist flights around the moon, although it ran out of money long before it was ready to launch. Before the three surviving shuttles were sent to their final resting places at museums, NASA instructed technicians to strip them of thousands of important components. Some parts, like the shuttle's windows, were saved so they could be used to study the stresses imposed by repeated launches and by micrometeoroid impacts while in orbit. Other systems, including the airlocks, were set aside for potential reuse in future spacecraft. But if reusing shuttle parts is meant as a thrifty design choice, that approach hasn't always led to cheaper aerospace projects. NASA now expects the SLS to cost double its original budget and to arrive nearly three years late. The engines in question also aren't particularly rare. Boeing could opt to buy almost identical engines brand new from their current manufacturer, Aerojet Rocketdyne. The R-40B continues to be a common choice for satellites and was once even proposed to power a scientific mission to Uranus. Although old rockets generally store very well, and the design of the R-40B has changed little since the 1970s when it was first built, deterioration is always a concern. A more plausible explanation, according to a senior space industry executive who asked to remain anonymous, is that it protects Boeing's position as the U.S. government's preferred contractor. At the end of the shuttle program, Boeing acquired the designs and specifications for its engines and other parts. If Boeing uses its old hardware, then it can charge whatever it wants because Boeing is the only contractor qualified to work on them, the executive says. In other words, it's in Boeing's interest to keep the space shuttle's hardware, first designed in the 1970s, alive for as long as possible. But that means that when the SLS finally launches, it could end up being piloted by someone younger than the engines beneath it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.